Hello. I had a different episode planned for today and a lot that I'm really excited to share with you, but I, instead of doing that, wanted to talk about this. And the reason for that is because this is something I'm working through and trying to figure out in real time. Like this is something I've been struggling with in particular over the last few weeks. And I want this podcast to feel like you're on a journey with me. I want it to feel raw and human. I can't think of any better way to do that than to discuss something that is really challenging me right now. And it's my insanely unhealthy habit of worrying all the time. This is something I've struggled with for the entirety of my adult life. And I try really hard to talk about this as openly as possible. I mean, sometimes I feel like I post things, I post the joyous moments in my life because I want to, I want that to be a large part of my message and my brand, if you will. I want to be this joyous explorer of life. But there's another side to things that I really struggle with. And it's this constant worrying. It's this terrible habit I've got of expending a tremendous amount of energy, spinning in my thoughts, looking for solutions, attempting to control things that I actually probably have no control over. I think that's what worrying is. It's this kind of false illusion that we create for ourselves that we can control something that we cannot. By manufacturing this form of suffering, we stake a claim over it. Kind of like, okay, I'm making myself feel miserable. Therefore, I have control over the situation. When I think about it, it's actually frightening how much energy I expend, how much energy I invest in these terrible thoughts that I have bouncing around in my head. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because the latest trigger for my worrying is actually this podcast. Isn't that funny? Isn't that ironic? It's called the No Backup Plan. I'm throwing myself into this whole experiment uh, just to see where it's going to go. I've been massively enjoying the conversations and uh, feeling like I'm, I'm producing something of quality here. But these worry thoughts come up. They come bubbling up, telling me, uh-oh, you know, this podcast hasn't taken off yet. There aren't any sponsors interested in, in working with you just yet. You know, the numbers aren't big enough and you have a team to pay for and blah, 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 blah. On and on it goes, these thoughts reverberating around my skull. And it's exhausting. It's terribly exhausting. And it just makes me, it can take what is a really exciting period of my life right now and degrades the quality. It takes me out of the moment. And I'm talking about this because last night I did a breathwork session. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, breathwork, but just as a quick overview here, it seems like there's a variety of ways of doing it, but this was like a 45 minute session of deep breathing. It's pretty intense. Um, I highly recommend it. It was a very cool experience. And I've done this before, but this time around, I noticed something that hadn't been the case in the past, which was that despite the fact that I was placing a focus on my breaths, on my body, it felt like I could not fully connect to the present moment. I could not fully connect to my body. Kind of like there was a layer of cotton in between me and where I was at mentally, if that makes sense. Now it immediately occurred to me as I was doing this, that this is very much linked with the intense worrying that I've been uh, consumed by, especially in these last few weeks. 
it's almost like by engaging so much in that, it really takes you outside of yourself in a, in, a, in not in a good way. So during this breathwork session, I just decided to be observant about this, to explore this and to be as reflective as possible, which is sort of what led to a lot of these thoughts, the realization that I, I can be more connected to, my, to myself. And so I sort of explored what it was going to take to get more connected to myself. And when I do things like this, when I do a breathwork session, for example, or it could be like a run through nature or, you know, just any sort of activity that takes me out of the echo chamber of my mind, there comes this powerful reminder that there's something deeper, actually, that is me, that is much more me than any of these thoughts. These thoughts and these worries, they aren't me. They're just thoughts and they're just worries. And from an energetic point of view, there's a different vibrational quality to that kind of thinking and worrying. It's kind of frenetic, it's kind of sped up versus a, a deeper thing that I feel within myself. And as I was reflecting, as I was doing this breathwork session, it really hit me, not really as a thought, but more as a feeling that what I'm doing here, this podcast, the things that I'm making, the people that I'm working with, the systems that we have in place, there's a tremendous amount of quality there. I've been doing this for a long time and I really believe in my message. I believe in the energy that I'm bringing to all of this. You know, I'm, I'm, putting, I'm pouring my soul into this. I had this thought, which is that it does not have to be this way. I don't have to be worrying in the way that I often unconsciously do about all of this. And I'm using the example of the podcast because that's the most recent thing. It just came out in the last couple of weeks, you know, and it's been one of my main focuses right now. The exact thing that I'm worrying about is quite interchangeable. It could be anything. And it has been pretty much anything. There are many, many things that I've worried about over the years. In fact, it feels like if I'm not aware of it, and I just fall into the patterns that I have, I'll always find something to worry about. It's like this void that I like to fill because it makes me maybe feel a little bit more comfortable. I'm miserable, but it makes me feel comfortable, if that makes sense. Because what would life look like? What would things look like if I wasn't worrying about them? I think this is at the heart of why it is so important to slow down and to be reflective. And that's an idea I've been exploring perhaps you know, for a long time now, but perhaps more intensely than before in the last few months, as I realized I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to be racked with worries constantly, especially if I am going to play an active role in my life. I don't need to be a victim to this. There's, I can do something about this. And it links back to that deeper sense of belief that I know I have within me. I've been thinking a lot about this quote from Camus the French philosopher. I love this quote so much. It goes, in the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer. I think that first part is just brilliant and I love just quoting just that line, but the next line is actually quite nice as well. He writes, and that makes me happy, for it says that no matter how hard the world pushes against me, within me, there's something stronger, something better pushing right back. I think this is a subject of grave importance because examining the negative impacts of worrying reveals just how destructive it could be. As I said already, it exhausts me, but it also feels like it distances me from that which I find beautiful, the beauty of the present moment. And nowhere did I feel this more acutely than during that breathwork session where I felt I could not fully connect with myself. I could see that this is going to require a considerable amount of work 
bringing myself back to a place where I can be more connected with myself. In a sense, this comes all the way back around to the name of this entire project, which is No Backup Plan. And it really, I really don't have a backup plan. I really don't like to throw myself into a project thinking, oh, well, if this doesn't work out, I'll do this other thing. I think there's a piece of me that loves to fully commit to something just to see where it'll take me. And then I'll figure out the rest afterwards. That's how I want to live my life. I want to be as present and as um, plugged in as I possibly can be. And so in a sense, I do feel like life is testing me right now. This project is testing me right now. It's almost like I'm being asked, okay, you're going to make a podcast called No Backup Plan. Can you really treat it that way? Can you really bring that energetic quality to things? Can you really embrace everything that's going to happen as it happens? Can you let go of the worried thoughts that plague you? I do very fundamentally believe that I have the choice to commit to this more deeply. I can explore this project without the worrying. I can be an observer of the worries without buying into them. And it's really so incredible how light life can be when you do that. Because when you're not spending all of that energy on the thoughts, there is just so much more energy for everything else. <laughs> and I think there's a high degree of trust that has to take place here. I guess I wanted to talk about this because we're all in different places in life, but I do believe that all of us deal with this in some form or another. It's a lie to believe that you'll ever get to any sort of material circumstances, like having enough money or enough security or safety so that all these worried thoughts disappear. I think we buy into those thoughts in little ways. We think, oh, well, if I get the promotion or if I have X number in savings, if I accomplish X, Y, or Z, or if I am with that person, then the problems will go away. But it just doesn't work like that. Nothing about this is rational. These are emotional triggers that are taking place. And in a sense, the battle against worrying requires a degree of mind control. It, it requires uh, a similar sort of mechanism to uh, in meditation, where you observe thoughts, you recognize that they're thoughts, you don't buy into them, you don't believe them, you just recognize that they're thoughts, and then you let them go. I think it's, it's more or less the same thing when it comes to worries. I think this is true for everyone, but especially for people that have a sort of intensity to them. You know, that's a word that has been used often to describe me. We've all got to figure this out, right? Because intensity can be a great thing. It can be a way to fling yourself into something new and see where it'll take you and, and pouring all that enthusiasm and excitement into something. But it's that exact same intensity that can feed into these worries and turn them into this tremendous, all-consuming hurricane that doesn't have to be there, that doesn't have to exist. I think that often happens when we don't have the awareness of it, right? Like, it kind of sneaks up on you. It's like the social engineering element of hacking, right? Where you can have all the security measures in place, but if you accidentally give the password away, it doesn't really matter. The hacker has access. In this case, the hacker are those worried thoughts. It's these narratives that we buy into, that we believe in. Anyway, I just wanted to talk about this because I feel that, I don't know, I don't maybe hear enough people talking about this. I would like this to be a more open discussion. It's not a poor me, it's not a, you know, I'm a victim to this. It's a, I'm trying really hard to develop a greater degree of awareness about this and I am committed to getting better at not feeding into these worried thoughts. It's a reminder to myself 
that life really is quite beautiful. And I can see that beauty more clearly when I don't get in my own way.